I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is episode 40. It is Big T. Big T was on seasons 34 of War of the Worlds 2 all the way to 37 Spies, Lies, and Allies. Um, she has since, quote unquote, retired you know, to focus on her culinary dream. Um, she talks about that. She talks about her time on the show. You know, first impressions she made and more. I hope you guys all enjoyed the episode. I will say this is this is the last artwork poster that I'm going to have done. Um, starting episode 41, there will be a little bit different way to promote it. So I hope you guys all enjoy. Remember, every Wednesday I will be sharing a Bachelor recap with Paige from the Most Likely Two podcast. Um, we're new to this Bachelor world, but you know we're liking it so far, and hope you guys like it too. Um, and then don't forget, I know it's a Saturday. I usually drop on Thursdays, but Clocked comes out tomorrow. If you're watching this after Saturday, the whatever the date is, the 27th, I think, 28th, Saturday the 28th. If you're watching this after Saturday the 28th, uh, Clock's already out. Go check out Clock the Podcast. Episode one is out. It is the new podcast with me and Paige um, where we talk all things real life, you know? Um, yeah, all my social media links are down below. Um, the Dylan Decker on Instagram, Chilling with Dylan Pod on Instagram. And, you know, I'll have a giveaway next month uh, for a Challenge Mania Live poster signed by Mark Long, Olivia, Anissa, and Ed from The Circle and Spies, Lies, and Allies. Hope you guys enjoyed the Big T episode. Thank you so much. Chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss me. Real as it gets, never know what to expect. Got a rep jersey, I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week, got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Let's go. The next guest on the Chilling with Dylan podcast was one of the biggest heroes the last few seasons. You all love to root for her. Sadly, she is not on Ride or Dies, but she is killing it in the food world. It is Big T. Big T, how are you doing today on this Friday? Oh, Dylan, I'm feeling wonderful. Thank you so much to have me on your podcast. Finally, we've made it. I know we've been, uh, you know, having a lot of back and forth, but I'm here now. <laughs> yes, and we're so excited to have you. Um, we have a bunch of listener questions sent in, but we will get to those a little bit later. Um, so I start every podcast off, you know, just asking how your mental state is. You know, 2020 was a really crazy year with the pandemic and everything. And, you know, we're just getting out of it. Just started 2023. But you were in a weird situation because you filmed Total Madness right before 2020, which was basically a pandemic before a pandemic where you guys were in a bunker and it was like a weird season that way. So I just want to know, like, how are you doing these past couple of years? Um, how is the pandemic for you? How's life after the pandemic? How's your mental you know, health going for you? You know, Dylan, I feel really privileged to be in the industry that I am in because throughout the pandemic, I was able to work. You know, obviously we were within the bubble and, you know, we had to quarantine and things like this. But, you know, with media, we were still traveling, we're still working, still, you know, working productions. And I know a lot of people weren't in that situation. So, so grateful for that. I mean, obviously with staying at home, you know, you guys know me, I always find a silver lining for everything. And during the time of quarantining at home, I was really just like working on my passion, which is cooking. I was like, I started up my cooking Instagram page and creating content in that way um so just keeping busy I mean now I feel like you know everything's kind of back to normal like I'm traveling without a mask on um it is kind of a weird adjustment to living back in the normal world but like not only that Dylan like you know all of last year I was at cooking school yeah <laughs> so I was it was kind of like not quarantine but like I was going to the same place every day uh not really socializing so now 2023 this is the first year I'm I guess where I'm totally free and I'm back to my old 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 life and yeah it's a weird adjustment but I'm I'm good definitely love to hear that um so I want to go you know right into it I have had a lot of questions about how culinary school is going for you so if you just give us an update on where you are what's your plan like do you have a dream of opening a restaurant just if you can update on the food part of your life 
oh my god yes so I've graduated from grand diploma uh which is so I'm qualified in patisserie and cuisine and then I did a business degree after that so I'm able to start up my own business I did a whole portfolio and I graduated from that on the 4th of December um so now it's just trying to figure out where in the industry I want to slot myself into um I've just got back from holiday and I need a little holiday from that holiday (laughs) but I I want to work in a restaurant I think probably like Otolenghi uh, just to get that restaurant experience for at least a month and then after that the world is my oyster and you know I'll probably get into private chefing um but on my Instagram and on my TikTok I'm going to be making a lot of food content for you guys like I'm working on recipes as we speak so I'm excited for that perfect yeah if I'm ever in London because I've seen your pictures that you post on Instagram if I'm ever in London I'm going to be messaging you because I want to try that food oh yeah oh yeah I've got you definitely Pre-warn me and we'll do a dinner party. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, I told I told Rogan the same thing. I said, whenever I'm in London, I'm going to hit you up to go to these these restaurants, these clubs, because he knows where they're at. I, I oh. want to go to London so bad. Oh, it's the best city in the world, you guys. You've got to get here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard it's amazing. Um, I want to get into the challenge um, a little bit really quick. So, you know, you started on War of the Worlds 2, which was back in 2019, which was four years ago, which is crazy. Um, And that season, you know, of all 38 seasons was one of the most chaotic, you know, with the drama, with the fights. Um, It really seemed it was, you know, Jordan and Tori versus Cara and Pauly. Um, You left pretty early that season. I want to know about like getting casted for the challenge. What did you know about the show? Were you a fan of the show going into it? Who did you, what, you know, people did you know before going on and what were your expectations? Well, so I knew Sean going on because of course we did shipwreck together and I was just so glad because we're actually real life best friends. So at least I was going into it with him. I did the casting video because uh, the challenge contacted me and I didn't really know what I was signing myself up for. And I remember when the casting director was being like, you know, when was the last time you were in the gym? I was like, oh, darling, you know, about seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> she was like right <laughs> so after the interview then I decided because normally before I do a show I, I like to go in with a fresh mindset yes but I was like you know what I'm just going to check out something was telling me check out what this show is about and I went onto YouTube and I just saw a clip of like Kyle having a fight with somebody I think it was uh, Paulie or something like this and I saw all the action packed stuff going on and I was just like oh my god <laughs> what is this yeah Yeah, so yeah that was my experience in my introduction love it um so I did get a listener question you mentioned Sean um I know you said you're done with the challenge for culinary reasons but some people wanted to know if you thought about coming back this season to be a ride or die with Sean and if that was offered to you if that's something you would you know take yeah so I did get the call and there was part of me that was like Ooh. <laughs> but then I spoke to my culinary school and they said absolutely not you cannot take time off you've signed up for this course we will not re- reimburse you if you want to pay all that money again next year then sure that's up to you and I was just like well obviously that's not an option I'm already paying an arm and a leg yeah. <laughs> um but like if I had done right guys I would have loved to have been with you know either Sean Kyle or my brother Oh, okay. Yeah, I would love to see those pairings. Um, so back to War of the Worlds 2, you know, that season, like I said, was full of drama and fights. Um, you left pretty early before it got really intense that season. But if you were on it longer, do you think you would have partnered with the Cara Marie and Pauly side of the the house or the Jordan and Tory side of the house? I definitely would have sided with the Cara and Pauly side of the house because they were actually really friendly to me. And I have to say, I mean, I don't hold any resentment, but like on my first season, like I was not greeted with open arms and there were people who were not friendly and welcoming at all. But Cara and Paulie were really friendly and open open to me. And, you know, they actually took time to try to get to know me. And I really, really appreciated that. And they were even like approachable, you know, and I think it's quite sad for people to be like, wow, thank you so much for being approachable, because I feel like that's something that everybody should be in that environment. But that's it's not always the case. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I've interviewed Cara and Polly before. Love them to death. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, they return eventually. Um, but that's interesting to see that what side you would have joined. Um, I want to play a little game. You mentioned, you know, how you were welcomed into the house, but this is something that I do with every single person I've ever interviewed. It's just first impressions. So I'm going to give you like seven people. Can you just tell me what your first impression when you first met them was? Oh God, am I going to get in trouble for this? <laughs> okay, so, let's do it. Um, the first one you have definitely some history with, what was your first impression when you met CT? You know what? I, I I was like kind of intimidated. I was like, he's the boss. He's definitely the one who's like running things because he was just like walking around the house and everyone was just like kind of massive respect to him. So I was like, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one I have is Zach. So I was put on the bus next to Zach all of the time. Uh, so whenever we rode to challenges, I was next to him and I would like talk to him like a lot and he didn't really speak to me much so I just thought okay he's just silent <laughs> okay <laughs> interesting um the next one I have was on UK with you team UK Georgia yeah I thought Georgia was really bubbly and fun I was just like okay this is somebody who I can have fun with okay um next one I have is an Olympian Lolo Jones absolutely loved her my first impression of her I was kind of intimidated by her because obviously her reputation precedes her but yeah. um yeah I, I just was like she is so much fun like she is uh -huh. <laughs> one of a kind I love her definitely the next one I have she won double agents it is Amber B very very sweet so so sweet so kind that was my first impression of Amber I just thought she was just like this beautiful little ray of sunshine. Okay. And then the last one I have, um, Emmy from Spies, Lies, and Allies. Oh my God. The first thing I saw was Emmy was her glittery boots, this like all blue outfit and blue hair. I was just like, oh my God, this girl is fabulous. I want to get to know her. And I just couldn't wait to get to know Emmy. So yeah, really good question. Um, so we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but you know, you were part of the Total Madness cast. Um, mm. And I, th the interview I did right before you was Josh Martinez. So I asked him about this too, you know, how the bunker really impacted people because you guys filmed that season and that would, you know, be a problem for most people. But then you guys were in the real world with a pandemic, right? So I talked to Josh about this. I've talked to Maddie Limbro about it over DMs. I'm going to interview her next month. Um, but I just want to know your thoughts on, you know, Total Madness and how that season was so different. Um, and then the real world aspects of it, you know, coming out of that season and then basically being locked down again. I mean, it was total madness. <laughs> and like, you guys know what a positive person I am. And, you know, even in that bunker, I had my breakdowns, my moments where I was just like, me out of here like we're well, not getting me out of here but it's like I really felt the pressure I mean you're in a closed environment where you know you have a yard it's not your standard gorgeous challenge house there is there is no green grass outside you kind of have this like concrete outside uh area and you know you're not exposed to that much daylight um it was intense you know we had a lot of a lot of tears that season and, but you know what, Dylan, the most gorgeous thing that came from that is how those, that was the season, even though it was so difficult mentally, that was a season where I made my best friendships, you know, me and Kyle really got so close that season, Melissa and I, like Jenny, uh, Bailey, uh, Bananas, we just became this little crew where we just like supported each other. And even though it was difficult, I think in those, environments it was nice to see how everybody actually supported each other but absolutely I mean I mean that was the season when I had my big toe incident so you can tell I I the bunker definitely got to me yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to ask about that next um because we saw kind of clips of it but it looks like the camera missed some of it but you know we see your toe bleeding can you walk us through what actually happened to you being medically you know taken out of the game Oh yeah, so what happened was I was getting wound up. <laughs> um, my friends were, you know, poking me here and there. Then I was just like, I've had enough. I'm gonna deal with the situation. Um, 
look down, see my toe is bleeding. Obviously, I hate blood. Um, so I'm just in my state, my inebriated state. <laughs> I mean, very dramatic. <laughs> I would react to like that sober, to be honest. <laughs> and I'm just there, and I hear I have to go to hospital. I'm just like, hospital and I, I am so upset because I I mean this is my what my second season but I know what it means when you go to hospital it means that normally you're not coming back to the game yeah. and that is just literally just broke my heart and I'm so upset about that um <laughs> so yeah so they took me to the hospital uh I was in a wheelchair and security was actually chasing me around the hospital because I was trying to escape <laughs> because I didn't want the doctor to see me because I was just like I don't want them to be like she's injured so I was just literally just trying to get back to the bunker on my little wheelchair um, but security found it funny he was having a laugh <laughs> oh wow <laughs> um so the next season after that was you know double agents um mm -hmm. was there any hesitation to do that season you know that was the season once COVID started um, I believe you filmed it in like August or September of 2020. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, you had to do the quarantine for two weeks and then you were able to film. So was there any hesitation for that? Or you, were you like, yes, I need to get out of the house. I'm in, they're going to keep me safe. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I was, because my season before had been cut short because of my, my toe incident, I was raring to go. I was so excited for it, Dylan. And like, you know what? It's it is such an exciting game. And I was just so happy to have a reason also to like to travel, to be added to discover somewhere new. Obviously, I didn't know where I was going. Um yeah, because I, you know, during COVID it was difficult because like obviously, as you were saying, from total madness, we're in this bunker. Then we get back to the real world and it's lot, it's quarantine then you know I just feel like a lot of the challenge casts I mean especially the UK ones um we've spent a lot of time in quarantine because the day that they lifted the UK quarantine um we started filming the uh, season 37. Wow so yeah you guys I went were straight into quarantine the day that quarantine finished and I was just like wow I've literally spent years in quarantine yeah 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 that's longer than we had in the U.S. over here um, so I, I understand you wanted to get out. You mm -hmm. were on that season with somebody that you were on shipwrecked with. Um, so if you want to watch Big T season of shipwrecked, it's on Hulu um here in the United States. I don't know about any of the country, but I watched it on Hulu in the United States. I loved it. You guys should go check it out. But you and Liv, you know, had some some moments of beef here and there. Um, and a lot of people were hyping that up on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, you know, Big T and Liv are back together on a show. So when you first saw her, you know, what was your thoughts? Was there any bad blood? Was it all cool? You guys were good to go. What was that like seeing somebody else from your original show on the challenge? Normally I would be really happy about it, but I was not happy that it was Liv. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh God, no, not her. I was, Dylan, I was not looking forward to it. I was like, she's going to ruin everything for me. This is an experience that I actually love. Now they brought my nemesis. Um, but then, you know, I decided to lead with love and I messaged her uh, before the show and, you know, just was like, look, it's going to be tough, but if you need any support, I'm gonna, I know we're not friends, but you know, I'm, I'll yeah. be here for you. And I think she kind of appreciated that. And then as we got to know each other throughout the game, we just were like, we're kind of really similar. And to this day, she's one of the people who I hold dearest, closest to my heart. Like we're so close now. Love that. <laughs> who would have thought? I never saw that coming. Yeah. Um. So, there was also somebody on that show that it seems like you became really good friends with. And I love your guys' friendship. Um, so if you could just talk about that a little bit more. I really want her back. I feel like a lot of the fans want her back, but I feel like she's done. It's Gabby Allen. Um, yes, yes, Gabby. So if you could talk about your friendship with her because, you know, we've seen some posts here and there. Um, and people, you know, even asked about um, if there was like a best friend season, would you go with Gabby or Jenny? So if you could talk about your friendship with Gabby and, you know, how that, you know, all bloomed. Okay. So, you know, um, when I saw Gabby, I recognized her from her season of Love Island because I'd actually watched that one. 
And um, I was just like, oh my God, it's Gabby Allen. <laughs> and um, so that was nice. And she just has a fantastic like sense of humor and she's just such a genuine person. Like the Gabby that you see on screen is the same Gabby that you see off screen. And so she was just, and she's so fit as well. And she's very humble. And I just immediately was drawn to her. I mean, also having someone from back home as well who can relate to you on that, I think is always very nice and comforting. I mean, it was her rookie season and you know, everybody's rookie season a little tough. So I was happy to be that kind of a emotional support for her at times when she needed that. And to this day, like me and Gabby, I mean, you can see in social media, we're always together. And, you know, I'm so sure it's one of the best things that happened to me from that season. So yeah, for our friendship. Love that. So I want to talk about one of your most iconic moments. Okay. Um, it is the Queen Big T when you, you know, took your shot at Tori Deal. Um, <laughs> you put Tori and Anissa in each, against each other. Anissa took out Tori. Um, you know, there was a lot of talks on Twitter. I'm not, you know, saying anything, but there's a lot of hypothetical speaking that, you know, Tori and Anissa aren't the nicest to the rookie girls. That was rumors on Double Agents. That was rumors on Spies, Lies, and Allies. And we have some rookie girls talking about that on Ride or Die, sadly. Um, now, I'm not asking you to go into that, but you did send Tori and Anissa in. Um, you know, was that always your plan? Did you know you had to get one of the vet girls out? Um, because, you know, you are a vet yourself and you've played the game with Tori the past couple of seasons. But obviously there was, you know, no trust there. So if you could talk about that move and what was going on in your head at the time. Okay, yeah. So I actually had offered... Tori asked Tori if she wanted to work with me at that season, double agents, and it was clearly a no. Um, so I was just like, okay, right, we're not working with each other. And then I had heard that like her game plan was quote unquote to get the weaker girls out. And I was just like, okay, well, she, if she's not working with me and she's not communicating any game strategy with me, then obviously I'm probably somebody who she wants to get out. So I just thought, okay, let me just try beating her to the punch and get her out before she can make any moves to get me out. And so that was like the strategy um, behind that. Um, and then putting Anissa and her against each other, I think that was a plan that accumulated with a few of us and we just managed to execute it. I mean, I'm very close with Anissa um, now. And, um, you know, when we talk about it, I, just, I do feel bad. I'm like, sorry, Anissa, I put you up against your best friend. That is a brutal move. But like, you know, that's what happens in the game sometimes, I think. Definitely. Um, yeah, the nature of the beast, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But yeah, but that was quite, God, that was quite a moment. <laughs> <laughs> what is your relationship now with Tori Deal? You said you're good with Anissa. Are you and Tori on good terms? Do you like... I think we are. I think I'm on very good terms with Tori. Like I had so much fun with her. I think she's hilarious. She was in London recently and we just got on like a house on fire and really enjoy spending my time with her. Um, I think, you know, in the challenge house, like we haven't ever really, I mean, we did a little bit on um the, my last season on the challenge. We did spend some time together. We did have some good memories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll see where the friendship heads in that department. But I, I do know that outside of the challenge house, like we are get on like a house on fire. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Um, this was also the season you won your first elimination. You know, you beat Anissa. Um, so, you know, how is that feeling for you? Because I've talked to people and, you know, eliminations are really stressful. It's one-on-one -on -one and everybody's watching you. Um, so what was your thoughts on that? And then also, what were your thoughts on, you know, the twist where you have to go into elimination to get to the final? Uh, right. Okay. So at that stage, I hadn't gone down into elimination. So I was just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I need to get my skull. Um, otherwise I'm not going to get to the final. And, and you know, at that stage, I have to say Casey really inspired me because when Casey gets, goes down to elimination or what has been nominated in, she's always like, I don't care who I go up against. Give me anyone I put in the work. So therefore I shouldn't be like, oh, I want this person because they're weak at this or they're not, I'm better at them at this. No, just give me anyone. So I kind of just took a leaf out of her book and I was just like, do you know what guys, I don't care who I go up against. I'm just going to do the fight of my life. And, you know, it's just so happened to be Anissa. I was absolutely 
you know, so much respect for you saying the game. You know, she's got such an amazing elimination record. She's a fantastic challenger. So I was, you know, mentally packing my bags. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is a home time. So when I saw what the challenge was, I still didn't think I had any chance at it. But then, you know, I just managed to get that rocking motion with my body. And I was just, once I got the hang of it, I just literally just, the adrenaline kicked in and had my first challenge win, which just felt so surreal. I really didn't, I really wasn't expecting it. Um, It was just, yeah, absolutely unbelievable. It was, you know, but, you know, at this stage in the game, by this point, I had got close to Anissa. So it was bittersweet i was so happy that i won but i was so sad that she hadn't gone to the final and yeah, yeah. so that part really sucks no i get it um yeah so that was really your coming out season where people were really seeing you as like big t's here to stay you know your first season you left early the second season like you said was an injury but you really killed it you know the third season but i do want to talk about you know a moment that I was sent a lot of fan questions about listener questions to ask you um, mm -hmm. like a lot. Uh, it was okay. a CT moment. Um, okay. You know, the CT, you guys were, you know, big T and CT people were loving you. You were probably, you know, America's favorite duo. And then he leaves you for cam. Um, and the way he leaves you is kind of, kind of shitty. If we're all being honest here, um you guys have some words you know what was your thoughts on that whole situation what's going on in your head um if you could just talk to us about that situation you know the problem with that situation is it's like you know I understand the nature of the game you know I understand why he would have wanted to go with with Cam I would have left me for Cam <laughs> Cam is she's killer Cam she's an absolute machine I mean there's no you know I, I don't take game moves personally and I feel like all of us challengers should never take game moves personally because at the end of the day it is a million dollars however it's what I what happened to me was off camera he kept saying to me I got you I'm not leaving you I'm not leaving you I'm going to give you a sign to reassure you be calm be calm so then I was thinking to myself oh okay and I said to him you don't have to do this CT it's okay you don't have to and he just kept on reassuring me. And then some people like came up to me being like, T, be prepared. He's going to switch you out. I was like, no, he's not. That's my partner. He would tell me because I've already told him I don't mind. So it was that level of the blindsiding. That's what hurt because at the end of the day, and maybe I got too emotional. I don't know. But at the end of the day, this is somebody who I've been through a lot with. And he has been there as an amazing support. So, you know, I think when I look, look back at it now, you know, he has apologized to me. He says that he really did regret it. Um, but I guess, and I I completely forgive him now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not going to let one moment in our friendship ruin, because he was so supportive to me throughout everything. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't have jumped out of helicopters, planes, bungee jumping, all these heights, challenges. He was the one face. He was always smiling, keeping me calm and amazing support. So I'm very grateful for my partnership with CT. Love that. Love that. Um, you know, you were so close to making the final. Um, you know, you lost in an elimination to Amber, who ended up winning. Um, Amber wins as a rookie. Um, you know, what were your thoughts? Were you surprised? Because I'm not going to lie, a lot of, you know, America was surprised just because she's a rookie. Um, you know, you don't know what to expect with rookies. All of a lot of people thought Cam was going to win. Um, Cam ended up in second and Amber won. You know, Amber's endurance was amazing. So were you guys shocked when you found out that Amber won? Were you... I mean, what, no, what... not at all. I actually called it out. I actually said to CT when we went in the chamber, I was like, you know what? You could actually win with Amber. And I remember, like, you can, that's the thing about the game. You can never underestimate anyone. And I knew that Amber was strong. Because, like, also she has a history of, like, rugby and this and this. And, you know, I was absolutely thrilled for her win. You know, I think it's as a rookie winning as well. And she played the game very, very well, you know, yeah. uh, socially and physically. Um, but, yeah, no, I wasn't surprised that Amber had won at all. I, I don't think that you should be surprised. Anyone can win, you know. Uh -huh. We are selected. The, uh, the casting directors wouldn't pick people who they don't think could win, I, I personally believe. Yeah, I agree. I love Amber. Um. I, my money on that season, I did think at the final, I thought Cam would pull it through, but, you know, Amber, and I'm so happy she won. I love her. 
Um, she killed it every season she's been on, and you know, congrats to her announcing she's pregnant. Um, yes, I'm so excited for her. Yeah, so we probably won't see her for a couple seasons, but you know, congrats. I'm you know, her and Chauncey are so excited. I've talked to Chauncey a couple times, and they are just thrilled. I do want to bring up the next season you were on, Spies, Lies, and Allies. Um, this season was weird i want to say just because it was really a rookie fest in the beginning where the rookies were yeah. just taken out left and right mm-hmm. um, but like you said you were not on the best of terms with tori um and some of the vets um so you know mm-hmm. what was your mindset going into that season who were you working with you know you made it really far but who was your number one and number two that you were going forward with in the game at that in the beginning uh kyle and Devin. Kyle and Devin and that was quite an interesting triangle because obviously Kyle and Devin were also working with Tori so now I'm like oh my gosh this is a girl who I did a sneaky move to my previous season she's working with my friends and so I think Devin and Kyle kind of spoke to Tori and also they spoke to me and you know Tori had a moment where she could have put me down into the layer into the layer put me down into elimination and she didn't and so after that, I was really grateful. And I was just like, okay, this, this girl has kept her word. And I think that was really like the beginning of us, like kind of repairing or restarting this relationship. So yeah, I'm really grateful Definitely. that, I you know, to... she kept her word when she really ultimately didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about your showmance. Uh... <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> With Logan. Um, you know, people were rooting for y'all. It didn't really end too well. Um, you know, what were yeah. your thoughts on it? Where do you and Logan stand now? Just, you know, share the tea, spill the tea. Okay. So, um, so me and Logan, obviously we had a little like showmance at the beginning of the season, but then I think I realized showmances aren't really for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really thrive in spaces where I'm just, you know, scheming and talking game not the romance side of things yeah but I had to say we are very good friends me and Logan like you know we speak from time to time here and there I haven't actually had the time to catch up with him recently but I will do and yeah there's no black bad blood at all obviously we had the reunion show in Amsterdam and so obviously spent time with him then and we're just friends and we just laugh about our time together <laughs> in the house and you know it's, it's no bad blood it's all good it's all good love that love that um you know there was a really big fight this season that I want your opinion on you kind of you weren't really involved in it but um you know it was Esther and Fessy versus Amber and Josh um it's probably the biggest fight of the season and then we end up seeing Fessy you know get DQ'd and being sent home um, episode seven you being a bystander you know what were your thoughts on that that whole fight that whole situation I thought it was really unfortunate you know it was I I do understand that Esther was being provoked and I you know these fights gosh sometimes you look back on it and just like what was the point in all of that um over something so small or I mean I can't even remember right now what was the catalyst for all of it but I do know that Esther was very, very remorseful for throwing a drink into Amber's, uh, into whoever's face. And um, it was just horrendous when Fessy, Fessy went home. I was unbelievable. Like, I think it was a lesson to everyone that like, you know, we have to be careful of our actions in the house because it, TJ will send you out. It's no joke. And so, yeah, that was, I remember all of us crying. That was a very sad day. Definitely. Um, so the catalyst of that, I remember, was pizza because somebody ate. Oh God! <laughs> somebody ate Amber's pizza, and then Tori and Corey said it was Fessy, and then Amber called out Fessy for throwing her in, and then eating her pizza, and it just escalated from there. Oh my God! Now that like I'm a like you know qualified chef, like the fact that people are getting fights over pizza is hilarious I'm just like I'll just make you another one <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, it was a frozen pizza if I remember correctly yeah oh my god this is, Dylan this is bringing me back I haven't <laughs> had a fight about pizza in so long <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was like 
chaos of that whole situation. I mean, you'd think that they'd starve us in the challenge house. They don't. There's plenty of pizza in the freezer, but somehow it's just fight night when the pizzas come out. Yep. Um, so I want to talk about, you know, towards the end of the season, um, it really seems like, you know, there was a solid foursome of Casey, Tori, Emmy, and Nani. Um, it seems like, you know, Ashley was DQ'd, which, you know, we're not going to get into that. I interviewed Josh, like I said last, and he, you know, brought up his side of the story on whatever happened with that. Um, but you know, Amanda was on the outs and they threw you into an elimination. Um, so when it was the final six, you know, you, Amanda, Nani, Emmy, Tori, Casey, did you kind of see, you know, it was a four on two kind of situation or who did you think you were working with at that time? Um, I knew that I was working with Nani and Casey 100%. Okay. So yeah, you didn't have any loyalty to Emmy at that time? Mm. Not really, because at that time, the numbers have like really whittled down okay. and you can't, you can't be spreading yourself that thin, that thinly, you know, yeah. really, this is when you really have to just show your loyalty to your ride or dies. And like, you can have loyalty to the many people in the game, but they're slaves in the game. Absolutely not. So yeah, I knew that I was working with um, Nani and Casey, but aside from that, like, they were really my safety blanket and also of course Kyle always um my safety blanket and the people who I knew would tell me what's what so yeah definitely um you you know left before the final again um we have mm-hmm. KC and CT as the champs so I want to ask you um obviously there's no reason for you to take CT out just because you don't have to go against him but are you surprised that the guys don't try and take CT out more? I mean, the man won two finals back to back after, you know, winning three finals before in the last 10 seasons, he's now a five-time champion. A lot of people are surprised that no one tries to go for him when he's, he won back to back, you know? So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's why he's a champ. He's great (laughs) at playing the game. Such an amazing social game. Like, and I've watched his social game play out and me and Kyle watch and observe the King conquer every time. And we're like, why did none of the guys try to take him out? They, you know, and it, it just shows how great CT, CT is at playing the game. So kudos to him. But the fact that he manages to just slip under the under the yep. surface and like no one notices him and then bam at the end he appears and he wins <laughs> yep 100 percent. and i love i love to see it uh-huh um so we have writer dies and we already talked about how you got the call but i want to mention you know we had this uk influx coming in starting with kyle melissa kaylee and rogan and joss on vendettas obviously we had a bunch of more names theo georgia you um the past couple seasons, but Ryder dies. You know, we only had one UK member, Sam Bird, who was married to Kayla, um, and they were the first ones eliminated. There was nobody else oh. in the UK that season. Um, we had some people from Germany and some, you know, from other places. But um, what were your thoughts on it? That you saw that you obviously you knew you weren't doing it, but Kyle wasn't coming back. Um, you know, Jenny yeah. wasn't there. Kaylee, Joss, Rogan. It was just yeah. Sam who was a rookie too. Yeah. I mean, it was a shame to see the UK underrepresented because obviously, you know, we need that UK presence. I feel like the UK cast members add a different angle, a different type of humor and like just add to the mix and they seem to gel in very well. And like, you know, I thought that was sad actually. And I was really rooting for Sam and Kayla. I was too, to be honest with you. I love them and I hope they do come back. Um, I hope there's some more UK numbers for them in the future. Yeah. Um, have you been watching this season? What are your thoughts on it? I did have a bunch of people ask, you know, if you're keeping up with the show this season. So I was planning on on it 100%, but obviously I've only just um, graduated in December. Um, so I actually didn't have time to watch any television. Literally, oh, wow. Because I, yeah, I mean... The TV that I was watching all of last year was basically just like what rewatching Friends or yeah. You know, okay, sometimes the Real Housewives. Um, <laughs> like, I when I watch the challenge, I really want to concentrate on all the drama, the gameplay, and I just didn't have the mental capacity to do that. But I will be watching it. I will be. 
Definitely. Yeah, I don't think I it's a bad clips online. I, I do watch clips online. I do keep up with this, everyone's social medias. I, I you know, just seeing what everyone's saying, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I do I don't think it's a bad season, but we have been thrown, you know, it's the first time Tori and Jordan have seen each other. So that storyline has kind of been thrown down our throats a lot this season. Um I really right. Yeah. So just a heads up on that one. Um so we have a new the challenge is kind of expanding, right? Um, we have a global championship that's coming out March 8th. But before that, we've had the challenge US and Australia already. Um, and we have UK and Argentina coming out. So I don't think the UK cast has officially been announced yet. But, you know, if you are spoilers, you know, you can go check it on GamerVab, J Challenge, Reddit. It's out there. Um so would the challenge UK be something you would ever be interested in doing? Absolutely. I, I would definitely be interested in it. You know what, you guys, like, I, I admit it. I've pulled my hands up to it. I miss the game. I miss being in the challenge. I miss the thrill. I miss the adventure side of things. I even miss being chucked out of aeroplanes. Can you believe <laughs> it? I never thought I'd ever say that. And, like, you know, I was saying to um Devin, you know when I got to cooking school it was really hard to remind myself like Tula you're not on the challenge anymore I mean so like people work obviously COVID was still very much a thing I remember some people like going home because of COVID I'm just like ah yes two down <laughs> 30 more people to go and I was just like oh my god no it's not elimination damn like <laughs> calm down not, and not you know because before doing the challenge I wasn't a very competitive person now I am super competitive I love winning <laughs> um so I do miss I really do miss being in the environment being in that environment so yeah. love it love it okay um, absolutely would not say no to it so you there is a chance that you would return in the future I mean, I have to, I, I don't want to make any promises or anything, but it is maybe my heart. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I need to just stay focused. Yeah. <laughs> well, we would love to see you back, obviously. Um, you know, you're killing the cooking game, but if you ever have time for the challenge, we would love it. Um, I do want to do one more little game really quick. Um, so this is something that I started recently, but people are loving it because we get to know you more you know, your, your interest. Um, it's just this or that. I want to give you two or three options and you could, you know, what you would rather do or have in your life. Okay. Um, so the first one I want to start off with is social media based. Can you rank from one to four, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and um, Snapchat? Okay. Instagram, I use that one the most. Then Snapchat because I like filters. <laughs> and then um a tip talk because I'm new to that and then okay. Twitter last because Twitter can be a mean place yeah Twitter can be a mean place I will agree on that one um the next one I have is breakfast lunch or dinner put them in order oh dinner lunch breakfast okay I actually agree with that so love it um the next one I have is pancakes or waffles oh pancakes every time <laughs> um ketchup or mustard ketchup use it on everything <laughs> really yeah i love ketchup even okay. rice and ketchup i mean as a chef i shouldn't be saying that wait wait get <laughs> <Spit> out <laughs> um tv or movies tv okay okay pizza or tacos Pizza. Oh, I'm see, I'm tacos there. Mm. Um, night like night owl or you know early bird. Night owl. Okay. Cupcake or donuts. Donuts. I love donuts. Would you rather be five foot tall or seven foot tall? Seven foot tall. Because I'm I'm basically five foot anyway. I'm like five three, and so like you know, short lady syndrome. I guess <laughs> I want to be seven foot tall. <laughs> uh, iced coffee or hot tea? In the challenge house, iced coffee. Okay. <laughs> but when I'm in England, hot tea. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the last one I have, put them in order. 
Total Madness, War of the Worlds 2, Double Agents, and Spies, Lies, and Allies. Total Madness, Double Agents, and then Lies, Spies, and Allies. Okay. Total Madness is number one. Yeah, weirdly enough, it was my favorite season. I it was just so much fun. I mean, I know that we all went a little bit loopy, but like it was just so much fun. And yeah, I, I laughed. I laughed. I used to go to sleep crying with laughter in total madness. Love it. Yeah. Love it. You can make a negative situation positive. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um. So I'm. I have some listener questions. If you don't mind, really quick, that I just want to, you know, get to as many as possible because I have a lot here. Um, sure. so the one person asked, um, if you were on a challenge season, who it was like an allies writer dies, who would your female writer die be if you could pick? And who would your male writer die be if you could pick? Male writer die, definitely 100 million percent. Kyle, 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 always female. Ooh, I've got a bit of a selection. Cause like my besties are strong. So like Melissa or Jenny, um, Priscilla, um, Esther. <laughs> yeah. You got you got some options there. I got options. Um, somebody wants to know about a unaired fight with you and Emmy at a reunion. Um, if there's any truth to that and what you can say. I don't I don't remember fighting with Emmy at the reunion. Okay, so that clears that rumor up. Um, somebody said love from the Tula tribe. We love you, Big T. Um, a lot of people asking if you would ever return, but you know, we already talked about that. I mean, you know, I really do miss the game. Um, unfortunately, I just I mean as of now, I don't see it as something that probably would happen, but I just don't know. You never know. I my ethos in life is never say never. And but something that is definitely coming up in my mind and heart is that I do miss the game. Uh-huh. Um, who are you rooting for on Ride or Die? Somebody wants to know. Nanny and Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Nanny yeah. and Bananas. Um, yeah. what is your favorite thing to cook? Uh, my favorite thing to cook? Do you know what? I, I love cooking Asian food. So I, I like making like sushi. I mean, there's not much cooking involved in that, but I love making sushi. I love making like teriyaki chicken, but with a fresh teriyaki sauce. Not the pre-bought one. Yeah, very, very oh, nice. I love it. Um, somebody wants to know, you know, we've seen you make close relationships with Kyle and Jenny, but they want to add, know who are you close with that isn't, it isn't really shown on TV? I'm very close with Fessy. Okay. I'm very, very close relationship with him. Like, he's like a brother to me. Um... Who else? I mean, I don't know if you see my friendship with Nani and Casey, but like those girls are literally just such a supportive rock for me. Um, saw them in London recently. Absolutely love that. I'm close with Anissa. I love Anissa. Um, who else? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the people I would say. Okay, perfect. Um, the next one I have is about cooking again. Um, you know, what is your do you have a dream to own a restaurant? And if so, what would you call it? I would call it Tula's Tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the tribe. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'd call maybe I would call it tribe, you know, or Amodzi, which means we are one in okay. my language, Malawi. So something about like togetherness and something like that. Yeah. Love that. But Love like that. as far as owning a restaurant, no, but I wouldn't own my own restaurant, but definitely like a food business type thing. Love it. Um, the next one somebody wants to know about is, you know, you saw they had the reunion in London a couple of weeks ago and you were out there. Um, so what was it like being back with, you know, all those people that you played these games with these past couple of seasons? I mean, it was really wonderful. Like I got to like meet people. Do you know who took me by surprise? I, I That was the first and most time I spent with Jordan, actually. Okay. And, yeah. And I admit I did have some preconceived notions about him, I admit. And actually he's a really nice person. And actually that took me by surprise. I'm ashamed to admit. Um. Yeah. Because I shouldn't prejudge anyone. Yeah. But like... But yeah, it was really nice to see everybody. We had such a good time. Were your yeah. preconceived notions from War of the Worlds too? No, just some things that I had seen online. Oh, okay. Yeah, I because I know you guys met on War of the Worlds too, and I'm not gonna lie, he can come off a little cocky here and there. Yeah. 
But like, I mean, obviously I didn't know what it's like to be in the challenge house with him, but I thought the person I saw was very kind and Love yeah, that. very kind of aware and like was looking out for us girls and yeah, Love there's that. some situations and he literally like stood up to protect me and stuff and I was very grateful. Love that. Love that. Um, so my last listener question that I'm going to get to their handle on here is uh, big T lover. Um, so they said, do you think there's a shift in this season in particular on how people view reality TV personalities? I don't think there was such a hate for challengers who didn't thrive during the dailies and eliminations. Um, what are your thoughts on this trend? So the trend is that people are hating on people who aren't doing well in the challenge. Yeah. So the, the trend that they're saying is people hate people that aren't doing good physically, even though they're good personalities. But if they suck at the dailies or eliminations, you know, America's going to quote unquote hate them. What are your thoughts on that trend going forward? If that's I don't, Okay. I, I think that going forward, if there is a trend of where America's like hating people, challengers who are good personalities, but not necessarily strong physically in the game. I think that's a shame because at the end of the day, this isn't the Olympics. This is the challenge. It is reality meets, you know, reality TV, like, like meets physical challenges and you need entertaining people because like, just because somebody is very athletic maybe they aren't charismatic and bubbly and entertaining so if you had a house full of people just that would you watch the show absolutely not you won't have your showmances your dramas your fights your friendships your makeups and breakups I think you know the casting directors do a fantastic job in having a, an eclectic mix of people to make things entertaining I mean for instance and also you've got to give people a chance like you know my first season I was the first girl eliminated. If the, based on that, then I would have never have come back, you know? And mm -hmm. so, and then, and there have been moments when I have done well in physical elimination. So I think, you know, give people a chance. Some people are going to shine in some things and not shine in others. No, definitely. I definitely agree with you. Um, so I want to say thank you so much, you know, for coming on here. Um, mm -hmm. If there is any last words you have, you know, where we can find you on social media, just your time to shine really quick. Oh, thank you so much, Dylan. Thanks so much for having me. Obviously, guys, I have actually finally started my TikTok. It is the OG Big T. So please follow me there. I will be doing a lot of like food, lifestyle, dating stuff on there because I never talk about like my dating life at all. But like, I have little snippets on that. Um... And then, yeah, I also just want to take this time to say thank you so much to people who followed me and have the people who didn't unfollow me as well <laughs> and supported me throughout my cooking journey. I really, really appreciate it, you guys. Um, so much love to you and to Tula's tribe. Absolutely love you guys. Thank you so much. I'm, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I appreciate it. And that's all I really have. I hope you have a good rest of your day, Big T. Thank you, Dylan. You too, my darling. Thank you for waking up so early and it's early in New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good one, Big T. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, chilling with Dylan. Chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss me. Real as it gets. Never know what to expect. Got a rep jersey. I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week, got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan. Chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan. Chilling with Dylan. Let's go.